Hello guys, welcome back to a new episode. I hope you guys have been very well. So, your girl kind of disappeared for a couple of weeks, um, and I can explain. Uh, the week I was supposed to come out with an episode, um, or the following week or something like that, I had got sick, so I really couldn't actually speak at all. I was like on complete mute, like complete silence. Like I couldn't speak and I would try, but it was so hard. Like you could never, you could barely hear me. It was, I was like inaudible. And so (laughs) I just couldn't talk. So I couldn't record. And then the next week I started a new job. So I was trying to get used to that. I was trying to adapt. I was trying to figure everything out. And then, um, the following week, <laughs> I traveled. I went to Washington, and I hope that um, in our next episode, I'll be able to share the experience because at the time I'm recording this, I'm actually leaving this weekend to go, and I'm low-key excited. <laughs> I'm really, really excited. I'm so excited. I wanted to go and I want to travel and I want to see different nature parks so we have like three that we're trying to aim to go to and I cannot wait to look forward to it and I definitely will at some point when I upload the vlogs and the videos and the content I will link it down below so you guys can watch (laughs) so today I was wondering what I could talk about and You know, I like to ask spirit or my spirit team or the universe or whatever it is that you call source, source. (laughs) Um, And I was like, what can I talk about today? And they were like, your self-love journey and how to start a self-love journey. And yeah, so I think that's what we're going to talk about today. So honestly, I feel like I've mostly been on this journey of self-love since 2022 i would say august of 2022 i feel like beforehand i was always talking about it and i was sort of doing a lot of a lot of stuff but i would honestly also say that in 2023 is when i really became consistent with the morning routine doing self-love practices and trying to implement self-care activities into my life and so i feel like I guess last year was kind of the biggest year of me actually being really consistent in my self-love journey. And I don't know, I'm actually really proud of myself because I've been really consistent with the routine. And when in the past, I when I would try to start a routine, I wouldn't be consistent. Like I would start it and then somewhere down the line, I would just I was stray away from it. So it's just been it's been a journey. Um and the reason I started, I would say really started it really big for me would have been I think the catalyst would have been my relatives moving away from me, especially the person who gave birth to me. Um her name is Angela. I don't want to I don't want to call her mother so I call her by her name because I think that you can honestly strip people of those titles you know you don't have to give someone that title anymore especially 
if they haven't really been good in your life to you or treated you the way that you truly deserved to be treated. So yes, you can strip people of their titles to you. You can just call them by their name. Um, and I would say the catalyst was her moving away. And then I would say the second one that kind of pushed everything is when I cut her out of my life in April of 2023. Um, I think it was, uh, it was April 4th or April 3rd, April 4th. It was around that time. And it's been a journey. Um, I would say what really started all of this besides that catalyst is that I was just kind of tired of really settling and really like not putting myself first and really being walked all over and treated you know wrongfully and being blamed for everybody's bs and you know being the scapegoat the punching bag the i never truly felt like i belong um growing up in my environment until this day it's like i there's parts of me that is still longing to belong longing to have a space in this world and you know as I'm journeying I'm learning to I guess be my own safe space but also giving myself the space to learn and grow and to explore because I kind of always you know grew up in an environment that didn't really value authenticity it was um more so you need to be inauthentic you need to be what everybody wants you to be so I grew up with the whole people pleasing the having a parent that was narcissistic and a lot of people always go a lot of people today nowadays call a lot of people narcissistic and you know you know a lot of people start to I guess what's the word give people diagnose people without actually diagnosing them and the only reason I say that my mother um my relative it's hard to let go of that title when you've kind of taught said it your whole life but it's hard to say um my relative you know to be like oh yeah she's a narcissist um because I actually told her that one time and she really got upset and I really shouldn't have apologized because I was being honest and for so long I've never been honest about how I feel and who I am and I've always been in a state of, I need to please everybody. I need to walk. I, it was always like walking on eggshells, you know, being, <laughs> not being myself, not even knowing who I was. I learned um, in a spiritual reading that I abandoned myself in 2019, uh, 2017, when I was 19. So like 2017, maybe 2018, I kind of like, let her go because I realized with everything that transpired in 2017 by my own decisions that there's no point in me trying to continue to be this person because the people around me didn't give me grace. They didn't give me grace. And you know what I needed the most during that time was grace, was love, was acceptance. Instead, I was confronted or given the energy of, you know, you broke our trust and you did this and, you know, just being super hard on me. And it's just, it just was always not it. 
And I just abandoned that version of me. I abandoned the real me. The me that, you know, was always so, like, I don't know how to describe it, but just very happy, very, like, social, very, like, I say how I feel, not care. People would say I was conceited, but I wasn't really conceited. I guess I was just very, like, assured of myself and very, you know, confident in me. Um, and I let that person, that version of me go because it was safe. I tr- I molded myself, changed myself so much in order to be what everybody else wanted me to be. I second guess myself. I still doubt myself. I'm still learning to love myself. And I really wanted to have this episode because I want you guys to get to know me. And I want I don't want this to always be about spiritual conversations and I love spiritual conversations I do. I want it to be about everything, about my journey through finally loving myself, loving me again and really showing up for me. And I want this to be a place too where as I share my own experiences, you learn and you learn to grow and love yourself completely. Um, and yeah, I just, it's, it's like, I'm not, I wouldn't say that I'm fully, I guess, in love with who I am, but I'm learning to get there because till this day, I'm still hard on myself. I still literally will beat myself up. I will, I just, I'm really hard on myself and I'm learning not to be hard on myself, like to give myself grace. And the reason I talk about this is because we, there's that saying that you have to love yourself first before you can love anybody else. And I'm sure you guys have heard of it. Um, And it's true. You have to, I feel like, you know, there's this whole saying that you attract what you are. But I also believe that what you speak and what you think is what's going to create your reality. So if you're an embodiment of love, fully 100% you love who you are you stand in your personal power you are confident in yourself you do self-care activities you always put yourself first you make sure that you're well being is important you're doing good it's going to be a reflection outside of yourself and then you'll attract other people who love themselves who are another embodiment of love I was um recording a video yesterday and I was just like like one of those like hippie videos where you're just like dancing and I don't know I just felt like I was in one of those one of those moods and (laughs) I just I don't know so how to start a self-love journey because I feel like as I venture with you guys through different topics and discussions and things like that I will start to reveal more um stories and things i've experienced how to truly start a self-love journey reflection i would start i would say reflection because you know a lot of us don't want to access the past we don't want to go into the past because it's so painful it's so hard but for me in order to grow, I feel like you have to access the past. You have to open, you have to grab the key 
you have to open that little box and you have to op- lift up the <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about and you have to let everything out you have to let everything explode this doesn't mean you go out and you start yelling at everybody you know but this means that you give yourself the space to cry, to scream, to be angry, to feel those emotions or whatever experiences that you felt. Because I feel like in order to heal, you have to feel. In order to feel, you have to heal. You have to... I love that. That's really a good saying. Um, I feel like I should name this. That in order to heal, you have to feel. Um, it's... So so powerful right there. We're like stuck on that for right now. But um I feel as though that you have to open these wounds again. You have to feel through these wounds. You have to scream. You have to reflect. And why I say reflection, and what I mean by reflecting, I mean you need to start journaling. You need to start expressing, writing how you truly feel, reflecting on experiences that are probably still in your subconscious playing a role in how you go about life because there's an unconscious and there's a consciousness and unconsciously we have a lot of patterns and livings and beliefs especially if you didn't quite grow up in a healthy environment that you every child in this world needs in order to grow up into their true self and to be a really healthy and adult um if you didn't grow up in that do you get the opposite of that And I feel as though in order to grow, I feel like the first place you really need to start at is literally reflection. It's literally journaling. It's literally shadow work. It's literally accessing those parts of your past and really diving deep into those things. it's, It's just... It's so important to reflect, to write, because as I've been doing shadow work for literally, literally at this point, it's been like a year. It's literally a year. I feel like mostly it was starting to get really consistent. And so I guess it would be April because that's when I started to really get deep into shadow work and journaling. I feel like I've released so much since doing journaling and shadow work. Um, I would say after reflection, I would say forgiveness. I would first say that you need to forgive yourself. You need to forgive yourself. Forgive yourself grace. Give yourself grace to all those versions of you that only knew what they knew with the resources and the knowledge that they had at the time. The 17 year old of you or an experience that you had back then or choices that you made at different part of, parts of your life that you really beat yourself up with. I need you to go sit with yourself and have these conversations because you can talk to you can't talk to these versions of yourself. So you can talk to your inner child. You can talk to your teenage self, the 20 year old you. You can have these conversations and ask those versions of you what do they need you to do what do they need of you and i feel like it's forgiveness it's love it's it's love and maybe outside of that it'll be like you know if you don't have a great father and your father was really not in your life or he was abusive you know there could be that little girl or little boy you that's like i want daddy to love me does he does he love me 
why would he hurt me? Why would he do these things to me? Or, you know, why would mom do these things to me? Because I have a mother wound. And I am learning to be the mother to my little self and to myself that I wish I really had. Parts of me are grieving the mother I never had. And I need you to get really serious about having these conversations with yourself. If that's you bawling your eyes out after having these deep conversations or even as you're talking to these versions of you, I need you to do it. I need you to get serious. I need you to cry it out. I need you to fight the air. <laughs> fight, <laughs> fight your pillow. I need you to love you. To forgive you. I also understand that some people don't believe that you need to forgive others in order to grow. And I respect that 100%. But for me, if there's room in your heart, and I feel like when you forgive someone, it's not for them. It's for you. And yes, we all have different stories and different backgrounds of what we've been through that are really traumatizing and are really horrible. That some of us, we don't even want to talk about because it's so painful. It's so painful to go back to those moments because before I continue, I want to say this to anyone that's had childhood trauma. You are not responsible for the pain that you endured. Because when you're kids, you blame yourselves for everything. Whatever's going on in your family, you start to internalize that. You're like, I'm the reason this is happening. And then you beat yourself up for the rest of your life until you decide to do the healing. Because that little you... You know, you want to please your parents. You want your parents to love you unconditionally. You want your parents to be there for you. You want your parents to be your parents. You want to call on mom and dad for them to protect you, especially in trigger warning moments that if you had molestation or any type of sexual abuse, physical abuse, emotional abuse, you want your parents to be there. And when it's your parent doing it to you, or they see someone doing it to you and they don't do anything, it beats you up because then it puts you in a place of mind that no one cares about me. My own parent didn't care about me. I need you to forgive. And if you don't want to forgive and you find other ways that you don't have that helps you to move forward in your life and in your journey... That you don't have to. But if you're open to forgiving and to moving forward. And it doesn't excuse what they did to you. Because what they did to you was wrong. And it was morally wrong. And it was horrible. And you should have never experienced that. It doesn't excuse that behavior. But it's time for you to start to protect that little girl, that little boy you that needed that love. That teenage version of you, that 21-year-old version that you're beating up. The version of you that if you were, you know, you got pregnant young and you had the world beating you up and then you now you have resentment or bitterness or whatever it is. The, every version of you that you're shitting on needs you to be there for them. They need you. They need you to protect them. They need you to love them. They need you to be there. Forgive yourself. Give yourself grace. Give yourself love. 
Give yourself the love you always deserved. So reflection, forgiveness, acceptance. Accept, accept where you are. Accept where you are in this moment, whether it's shitty, whether it's good. Accept this version of who you are. Accept the other versions of you. Accept who you are in this moment. And realize that your past doesn't define you. Yes, what you experience in your past is your past. But we are in the present moment. And you don't have to let those past experiences completely consume you and define you. And now you're living in a state of mind where you're just like, I am my past. And what I did in the past, I can't do anything more because this happened, this happened, or whatever happened. And now you're using it to justify your behaviors or you're using it to keep you from achieving success or outgrowing those people because you intuitively know what's good for you but it comes with all this programming that hinders us and keep us from really achieving what we truly need to achieve and it keeps us from who we truly are So I need you to accept you. I need you to accept yourself. Reflect, forgive, acceptance. I need you to accept yourself. And lastly, I know it's a whole sip the whole wrap it up. I need you to love the version of you that's looking back at you in the mirror and even if this moment you don't like this person then it's time for you to start to work on yourself to start to love the person that's looking back in the mirror at you to start to break down those old patterns those old belief systems those things that are no longer serving you to really dive deep and figure out when did you stop liking you to get real about that get real about you (sighs) get real about you and choose you self-love is not linear it's not this whole mindset that it's linear it's not because you're gonna you can work through something right now and then you know, let's just say the next day you're 64, okay? You're like, you're just going about life. And then something else can pop up to remind you that, oh, wow, I really wasn't over this. And it gives you another experience to get even better. <laughs> there, there's this YouTuber also that said, in order to heal, we have to feel I like that. You need to, it's something about heal, feel real. But I love that from earlier. <laughs> but self love isn't linear. Self love is probably going to be the hardest journey you're going to embark on. But it's time you choose you. It's time you cut those people off that are not good for you and you choose you. It's time that you, when you look in the mirror, 
you love who the fuck you are. You love who is looking back at you. You're so confident in who you are that you could care less what other people think. People, people's perception doesn't matter. It's all about how you feel. And I, I don't have anything else to say because I feel like I preached this whole video, this whole episode. So like, I need a little round of applause for this. <laughs> but it's time that you get real about how you feel. And it's in order to heal, you have to fail. I think I'm going to name that this. Wow, because it's just a whole self-love episode. But I just, that that there really set the tone <laughs> for the rest of this, this episode. But um, I wasn't expecting it to be this long. But I am so excited for you guys to really start to love the version of you that's... <laughs> that love who you are at this moment love who you're becoming you know love who you were in the past and always give yourself grace at all of those stages because remember at each stage we only knew what we knew with the resources and the knowledge that we had at that time so stop giving 17 year old year, year old you shit stop beating up 90 year old you Stop yelling, cussing out 22-year-old you. Stop thinking that, like, you know, I should be further than where I'm at. Because remember, you are exactly where you are supposed to. And you need to be at this exact moment, regardless if it's a really shitty situation. And that I'm going to send love and grace and pray for you that you get out of it soon. But every experience is there to help you grow so you can step into who you've truly always been. Despite all the chaos and the things that you've endured. So if you guys thoroughly enjoyed this episode, um, definitely reach out. Let me know. Send me an email. Um, I will definitely be getting a TikTok soon. So I will start to create content on there and start to do more readings. Um, but... Till then, I am out. <laughs> Bye.